Alex, we're back. Adam, we are still here. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, very, very good. I was not <laughs> late to the podcast. I mean, it very rarely <laughs> happens. <sighs> oh, man, I'm tired. I'm very tired. And I have a cold, so, uh, you know, that doesn't help. No. Well, I think we just need to stop this time change. Thanks, man. Uh, um, we're over it. We're over it. Yeah, you know, farm, what do they call it again? The farmers and farmers. Oh, the farmers almanac, where they'll sure. tell us tell us whether winter will be long or short based on not a whole lot. Remember when, like, it was like Quebec's famous groundhog died a couple like months ago, and it was and like, they didn't uh-huh. say anything. No, they did. I thought it they was, waited was, to to announce it. Or oh yeah, sorry, yeah, they else? they were they were late. And it was like, oh, by the way, it's dead. And it was like, oh, okay, great. That's that helps, guys. And it was we were cursed to an eternal winter. So it makes it less legitimate. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Especially when you look at this winter, it's basically been we've had snow for normally happens, we have snow for two weeks and then it melts away. And then big storm and then, you know, global warming. It's a great thing. That was sarcasm. We've had a snow we've had a snowstorm like every weekend. For the yep. last three weeks or so, it feels like. Yeah, and I'm looking outside my front yard, and there's patches of <clears> no snow. There's, it just it looks like it's spring, basically, like yeah, those first it, few weeks of spring when everything's transitioning. It's the odd. Uh, it's the oddest thing. It'll go, like uh, last weekend, I think it was when there was the heaviest snow I've ever shoveled in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday night was bad bad and then i woke up saturday obviously this there's snow everywhere but like it was just a generally nice day it was weird but yeah yeah man but you know the world screwed uh i give us another hundred years max before everything goes optimistic yeah you know my biggest quality in life um (laughs) okay alex let's talk about some hockey here so last night was hockey night in canada obviously biggest day of the week for hockey fans um you know, stuff happened. Both the teams we cared about played last night, so we can start with that. The Leafs okay. start off with Matt Murray not having a great period, to be honest. Um, as all Leafs fans saying, everyone looked good that period except Matt Murray, as I cried in fantasy. Um, <laughs> but the Oilers just have just fall apart, man. And and basically, if they if they win the cup. Or if they lose, basically, I have a feeling this is what we're going to see from the Oilers the whole way there. And that is hoping to God that they can outscore their problems because last night they just fell apart. The moment our good friend Will Baldwin, noted Calgarian who hates the Oilers in the city of Edmonton, complimented them and then they proceeded to completely Um, choke. When I saw the uh, text about the Mitch Marner goal, which I hadn't seen when I saw that text, I was surprised that was the next goal. That was the next goal. You can't not not applaud it. Um, Yeah, no, it was was a weird game. I mean, like the Oilers let washed John Tavares and noted fourth-line scrub Noel Achari score two goals each, so... It was sarcasm for anyone who can't tell, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, here's let's 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 go with Matt Murray for a second here. The thing, this is what I've concluded. Remember, I said it a couple weeks or a couple months ago. Sorry, where that if Samsonov and Murray are like relatively close, that you go with Murray in the playoffs. Right, I I think you have you kind of have to, but I don't think that's the case anymore. No, like I I don't think you can walk in to the playoffs and say Matt Murray is your starting goalie. I think to me, um, the thing with Matt Murray is he lets goals in bunches. It seems like. Like he let in three in the first period last night. Uh, like I just, I can't, that's not going to go well against Tampa. Um, and when you've seen Sam Sonov not at his best, I mean, he, it's not an excuse, but I think he's just clearly been tired when you're, when it's him and Joe Wall 
who has, I don't know how many games of NHL experience. Like you're not running Joseph wall out there every other night. Um, so I think if you play this correctly, give Samsonov not every single game and you start Samsonov in the playoffs, you're going to be fine. I just don't think it can be memory anymore. You know, in your last episode, you and Alan and Daniel, you know, touched on the fact that it hasn't been great in Tampa lately. And there was a bit of a scare with Steven Stamkos, but it sounds like he's going to be all right. Let's not go through that again. I mean, listen, all, all, all I'll say is that we could be seeing um, the beginning of the end of the Tampa Bay Lightnings. Okay. Alleged no, dynasty. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. Yeah, say I'm, that. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm no, no. Kidding. I, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Are but, they tired? Is that what man, it is? Uh, Elliot. But, you know, you just sort of, if there's one team you don't want to give any sort of like up on, it's it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that's the thing is Toronto. Um, listen, people were saying maybe they need to improve at the deadline with goaltending and people were like, oh, you see Soros. And I was like, okay, let's be realistic here. Um, Samsonov has shown this year in Toronto that he's better than we always thought he was in Washington. Maybe you can argue the Leafs are a better defensive team than Washington were last year, and I think you can agree with that. Um, and listen, they're, they're, listen, this is a Team Samsonov podcast. Hashtag Team Samsonov. We got to be honest there. Um, listen, Matt Murray, I have not been a fan of for a couple of years now. Let's be honest here. And yeah, I am now having a fantasy. Per- and I put that aside, and it has not been worth it, to be honest with you, Alex. Um, no. he, even though he ended up getting the win last night, but hey, Freddie Anderson, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you last night for losing. I'm going to lose to Mike this week in fantasy. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks, guys. The, um, the, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go, Sammy. He's the better goalie. Like, then there's no question anymore. Go get him. Like, I, I was going to say with Sam Sono, I think you look at what he's what he is as a goalie, and to me, he is he's not a guy again, and this is an extremely common occurrence in the NHL now. He's not a guy who's going to play 60 plus games. It's just not gonna happen. But I think with the, one of the issues that they've had with Samsonov this year, and the reason why it's March and he looks tired other than the fact that he had the stomach flu or whatever. He had the flu. I think, I don't know if it was a stomach flu, but it sounded like it, but from a couple weeks ago um, is because Matt Murray's going down or has gone down multiple times this year. I feel like when they have to run out Samsonov and he's played 33 games this year is they're running him out in bunches because they don't have the opportunity to go Samsonov, Murray, Samsonov, Murray, like it, switching back and forth as often. There's been times where you're literally running out Samsonov for multiple games, then saying, okay, Joseph Wall, you play the back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Or, okay, X goalie, you play the back-to-back. So they haven't, I feel like they've had a very limited time in actually doing what Samsonov is good at, which is being part of a uh platoon like they just haven't had a big opportunity to run him out in that in that case i, I, I think, think that's, that's a good point i think that's a good point um something else big game from well yeah the whole big four to be honest with you mentioned to varus marner's goal was disgusting yeah um but i do want to talk about mitch marner listen uh, <laughs> Dude, I, oh man, I'm gonna rip you for your for your food takes. Okay, okay, go go. Listen, I just want to bring up for anyone who maybe listens to the Steve Dangle podcast, like uh, Daniel, Alex, and I do. They've obviously been doing this partnership that with Skip, and Skip has been doing their Mitch's dishes thing. It is a charity thing, and there are portions that are going to charity, so it's all well and good. So I had a big assignment due earlier this week, and that's why I was not on the podcast because I think that done. I, I almost didn't do today because of how I feel, but I thought, you know, let's try and do a podcast here. But I was going to reward myself, and I'm like, I'm going to get somebody to eat. I'm going to get some takeout. Let's see if Mitch's stuff is any good. And I go on and I see Mitch's right wings. Great, great pun, by the way. Eight with your pick of sauce. Eight wings for $17, by the way. Let me find this grilled cheese. The saddest grilled cheese I have ever seen. I can't make the joke I made in the group chat on here. 
but it looks like a have. Why is it called an inside out grilled cheese for eleven quid? The one that this this very crappy, sad looking potato chipper, six dollars. By the way, whoever came up with these names needs to be. It's so hockey how cheesy these are. This one's the egregious one. The Mitchell Burger. Double patty, double cheese, and all this kind of stuff. A nice looking burger. I was gonna get this, Alex. And I see the price. $21. Does it come with fries? Um uh yeah, it comes with a side of sea salt chippers. First of all, who the hell calls them chippers? Well, let me try and find one of these little there was another one I needed to mention here because the name was just so it, it hurt. Here's the Zeus Burger, $18. Oh, we, we named it after his dog. We got to get that. Uh, not the Sweet 16. It's never the Elite 8 because they can never get to the Elite 8. I'm sorry, Alex. I had to. Um, not the goalie pulled port, more like the goalie got pulled. Hello, Jack Campbell. So sorry. Uh, I had to. Uh, where is Sam Come on, Mitch. I'm trying to find it because there's a, the too many men combo. Four sandwiches or one hander. Two large orders of chips and four drinks, $60. Come on, Mitch. But too many men. Mitch, how about the delay of game deal? Shout out to the 2021 playoffs. Again, sorry, Alex. Listen, obviously Mitch Marner does not have everything to do with this. But Mitch Marner, who is notoriously cheap, we still know some of the places he frequents in his free time. And I would not say they are places where you require money to go to. Mr. Cheap, Mr. Frugal, notoriously, kind of like Brendan Gallagher, if you didn't know. I'm just saying, Mitch, you know. Um, but tell I, everyone, I who you are tell everyone the conversation we had afterwards and what place you said was good. I said, instead of paying $20 for a burger, I can go to McDonald's and get a bunch of double cheeseburgers for the same price. And I said and McDonald's was good. It's no, not healthy, but no, it tastes good. No, 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 no. My I'm big not, point I'm is not, I'm, I'm not, not paying gonna, 20 I'm not quid for a he- burger. Fair, but if you go to – let me put this out there. I am not – not going to hear that McDonald's is good after the, after the amount of Gordon Ramsay I see going on in the group chat. Gordon, have you, you – you we talked about presentation a couple uh, weeks ago. I don't remember if it was on the podcast or just here. Have you ever opened the packaging of the McDonald's? It is – Oh, it's sad. Name. It's sad. It's sad. It's not good. It's greasy. It's fine. But I can make a better burger than what they do at McDonald's. It is not good. I will stay. I will die on that hill. It is not good food. It's not twenty dollars for a burger. Sure, I'm just but saying. Mitch. Lots of lots of places that sell burgers for twenty dollars. Any restaurant sells a burger for twenty dollars. Listen, I'm not saying this is an awful thing. I'm not going to be like the people who go after Mr. Beast. Oh, he gave thousands of children in Africa. <laughs> She was oh he's a bad I don't, dude. I don't Those get idiots. That at all. I don't I'm get just that saying, Mitch, that that eleven million dollar a year salary that most of it you get in your signing bonuses, and you're, you're going to charge me, even though you're not the one here. And obviously, Mitch Marner's on the you know the business decisions, but you're going to make me twenty dollars plus shipping, taxes, delivery fee, because I hate tipping so much. But you have to do it. You have to do it. Unfortunately, you're going to put me a twenty dollar burger, Mitch. I'm just saying, because you know what I did instead that day of, of ordering a $20 burger from Mitch Marner is I went and I got McDicks. I'm like, you know, I'm going to spoil myself today. And I didn't regret it, Alex. Are you sure? I did. I felt great. I felt mm-hmm. great. Um, the Habs lost again. Love to see it. Uh, this time, not in overtime. And now the, the, uh, the Coyotes are one point back of them. We're in a good position going down the stretch here, Alex. I hope they win the rest of their games. Why? Just because. You just don't want one of those top five picks in the Atlantic division. No, I just want people to be sour on Twitter. Oh, hi, Patrick. I I'm, I didn't say Pat. Listen, you think he's the only one? Um. Oh, no, I, I've There's seen that he's plenty. not the only yeah. one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's getting a little annoying, to be honest. But, you know. Um, I listen, just I just, you know. There, there have been competitive losses, which you're always a fan of, which is what I want. But I'm not gonna. But it's there. They're two points ahead of the Coyotes. They're three points ahead of the Ducks. Here's the thing: now the the Blackhawks are eight points ahead, of, so it's it's not realistic. But listen, if I want them in the top five, the Ducks in Arizona are the targets here. I think it's realistic. 
Yeah, it's realistic. John Gibson keeps putting up saves. I saw last week he or earlier this week he was named. Um, he was named. He now holds the record for most saves by a goaltender in a Ducks jersey. Really? Yeah. That's kind of funny, isn't it? Let's see if I can find this stat. It, yeah, it was like I always forget how long he's been <clears throat> been around. I feel like we keep having these conversations with John Gibson. He's trying um, to get his value up so he can get traded. Exactly. Uh, yeah, John Gibson became the all-time saves leader for the Anaheim Ducks in a 3-1 win against the Calgary Flames, which uh, how do you lose to the how you lose to the Ducks? Um, Gibson made 36 saves and now has 11,837 with Anaheim. Um, he passed Guy Hebert. The legend. Never heard of him. Uh, with 11,813. Wow, not bad. Good for him. Uh, you know, not, not a lot of wins lately, but that's fine. Okay, Alex. Um, I want you to tell everyone why you're a Bruins fan now. I'm not a. <laughs> okay. Alex, I have I'm a text here Bruins saying fan. you you cheered when the Bruins <laughs> scored yesterday. Yeah. Uh, okay, I need so... the Bruins to win. Yeah. I so cheered. I... Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to read <laughs> anything else, but. <laughs> throw me under the bus like that. Um, no, I, w- <laughs> I had put a parlay down. I'm not really a betting man. I've turned to the dark side a little bit. Literally, I bet a dollar, um, by the way. Um, and it was just for certain teams to win. And so I needed the Bruins to win, and they were down 2 nothing. Uh, I was at work a little bit early, so I threw on the game when no one else was in the office. Um, and when Boston scored, I, I cheered a little bit. I didn't like it. I didn't like it, but I did. Um, can I just say, though, can uh, – after praising them last episode, why did the Ottawa Senators have to go and lose last night? Like, they ruined my bet. They ruined Who they? it. Who did they play last night? The Vancouver Canucks. They lost oh. 5-2. Oh, that's not good. I that's all I needed. I got everything else right except that what the freaking sends, man. I also want to look at the – remind me before we go, I want to have a look at the wild card race to see how it's evolved over the past week. Sure. Um, because the Sabres keep losing, but well, I don't want to talk about that quite yet. Um, Bruins, <clears throat> with that win last night, the fastest team to ever hit 50 wins. And on March 11th, yesterday, they have officially clinched a playoff spot. Good God. I, 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 again, every episode, I'm going to keep saying this. I don't know what more we can say about the Boston Bruins. 59 and 5, 105 points. They're a, four yeah. teams played. They have a they're they have an 11 point lead. Be, the next team behind them. They have a uh oh my god. They have a 17 point lead in the Atlantic. 17 points. That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what to say, Alex. Do you think this the uh the record sixty two wins right in a season? Yeah, with Tampa and a bunch Tampa of other teams and Detroit. Um, do you think they get there? They have eighteen games. Do they yeah. win thirteen yeah. of them? Yeah. You think so? I want to see it too. Yeah, but you know, I th- yeah. I think they're man. They're just they should be at 51 but they lost to Edmonton which is kind of funny when you think about it but they lost um, Edmonton twice um yeah but I, I think they're awfully don't do it just because I I because I, I want to I just I think it's cool seeing history happen in front of you what is the record for points in a season it's 132. Is that also um, Tampa that's Montreal in uh 76 77. Was that so, the was that the eight regulation loss team? Never yes, mind. I don't want the yeah. Bruins to pass them. No, no. sixty wins, eight no. losses, and twelve ties. Yeah, no, I don't want the Bruins to pass them. I think that was the Habs team that may have changed the power play rules because they was they were so good. I could be wrong, but uh, no, I don't want the Bruins to pass them. Never mind. No, oh, they could. No, we don't 13, need that. Thirteen twenty six. 
Yeah, if they get 13 more wins. No, so if they if they do it, then they've done it. 26. If they pass the win record, they pass the point record. Uh, they're a point behind. So I think it's time to start. Ooh, so they've got a – it's got a – we'll start the watch. We'll start the watch. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Game of Thrones, but your watch has no. not ended. Your watch has begun. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but with you? a lot of things. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I man, they are so close. I did not realize how close uh, they were. Like all this to lose to the Leafs in the second round. No, I'm not saying that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. You know how we talked about two years ago or that the year that Tampa won, how Tampa, that Tampa team was the Wait, best. Which time? Um, The time they had 62 wins. Sorry. Oh, the okay. Regular, yeah, yeah. And we said that's the, that was. Best was team it, of the cap era or something. Yeah. Man, the Bruins are really putting up a, a fight. Like that's why, man, that second round is going to be a, damn nightmare when the lightning and Bruins face off man have some faith <laughs> have some faith okay um God, what else are we talking about um Friedman tweeted earlier he's tweeted this yesterday earlier tonight Providence beat Northeastern 2-1 in hockey quarter in the hockey East quarterfinals finals decision came uh sorry decisions to come will include NCAA free agents uh Devin Levi uh, who Buffalo want to sign? Jaden Struble from Montreal. Remember, there was a whole hoopla at the start of the year. And expected to sign in Vancouver, Aiden McDonough. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, man, imagine if Levi doesn't sign. I will never let Christo forget that because he has not shut up about Devin Levi all year. It was. Out. He was in the Sam Reinhardt deal, right? At first and Devin Levi. I remember correctly. I, be- I believe you. All right, I'm pretty. Alex, sure that's I've only it. been awake for like 30 minutes. I don't, I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah. Okay. I have faith in you. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, Eric Carlson has a new career high in points. <laughs> that's just so. I'm so happy for him. And how? Yeah, I just did not expect. Um, I did not expect it to happen this year. You'll see, and that's why it happened. Because people like you didn't believe in him. No one did, except me. Except you, yeah. Except and me himself. and his wife. Yeah, and himself. Yeah, that's that's yeah, true. Yeah. Listen, man. But I the Sh- just... San Jose Sharks aren't rebuilding, so it's okay. Yeah, that's... I, I'm proud of him. That's I'm proud mind. of Eric Carlson. It's just going to be unfortunate that he's going to finish his career on that team. Yeah, um, if they don't trade him this offseason, I have nothing to say to that team. Like, he, come on, guys, just just do him a solid. Maybe do him he doesn't a solid. Want to be traded? Yeah, well, I think yeah, he does. Come on, now. I think I he's don't just know, trying. Man. To be, I think he's trying to be nice. He said it like four or five times. I, I, Alex, I, I, come on, he wants to. Be, he wants to be traded. All right, he could say something. Me and him talked. Don't worry. You and him talked. Yeah, Eric, Eric Hoss and okay. I talked. Yeah, we were, we were I'll, I'll call Gary. We'll let him he, know. Okay, last night on Hockey Night in Canada. Oh God, we haven't even talked about freaking Chuck Fletcher yet. No. We should talk about that. Okay. Uh, a uh, GM got fired. I completely forgot. Oh my God, we should have led with this. The Vancouver, no, the Vancouver Canucks. The I mean the other directionalist mess. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, the Vanco- No, I did it again. Oh my god! Are you doing the this on purpose? Philadelphia Flyers have fired general manager Chuck Fletcher, Danny Briere, finalist for the Habs job, finalist for the AGM job in Arizona, as Jeff Merrick reminded me last night. Not me personally, but on the broadcast. Um, no, no, you personally, he called you Jan- exactly. Jan- Danny Briere is now interim. Head uh, GM. Oh my God. Interim GM. Yeah, not head coach. Jesus Christ. Uh, who knows what happens with Tortorella, though? Even though it sounds like he's going to stay. But uh, Danny Breer, um, interim GM, his job to lose at the moment. This happens uh, not long after the trade deadline, Alex, as uh, you very much pointed out on Twitter. And the question has to be asked, especially because it sounded like on hockey night they said 
They were going to wait to the end of the year to do this, which makes the fact he was GM. I would like to know when they reached that decision. And if the trade deadline was the straw that broke the camel's back, that means they knew going into the deadline that they were going to fire him. So I would love to know when the Flyers originally thought they were going to get rid of him. Like, what what are we doing here? Well, let me answer the question in, from my perspective. They should have figured this out last summer when after trading for Rasmus Ristolainen, doubled down, extended him, said, I don't think we have enough offense on our back end. I think we need more offense on our back end and brought in Tony D'Angelo for no apparent reason. And other than spearing, other Huger. than other than spearing, uh, Corey Perry, man, um, like I, how they they saw what happened last summer and just allowed it to continue. He, what did they do at the deadline? How did they make a move? They traded Zach McEwen mm-hmm. for Brendan Lemieux and a pick. I like they yeah. didn't do anything of significance. They had, I just, I don't, I don't understand how you can let this guy run the deadline. It's funny because I I realized listening back to our trade deadline episode with Daniel, I think we forgot to mention the Flyers, aka obviously James Van Riemsdyk was not traded. Apparently, and we, we, everyone saw it happen on Twitter. It looked like he was going to get dealt to Detroit, but it was, it was basically, um, it was only going to happen if Detroit could make another move. Obviously, that move did not happen, and that's why James Henry was not traded. Um, and Fletcher really just kind of made excuses at his press conference when you look back at it. Um, it's just because the real kick in the dick is probably the fact that business started getting done early at the trade deadline. So the fact that Fletcher never got anything done and oh, I didn't get a good offer until like maybe half an hour, 40 minutes before the deadline, that's just not enough, man. I know a lot has been made the past couple of days and 32 thoughts as well were about this, that maybe Fletcher has been a puppet to ownership here. And maybe that is a conversation we have one day, but I, 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 I see here's the thing. They don't do that often, but there's still a part of me. That's like, I don't completely buy that. I'm sure that ah, it's, the, it's the flyers and there's definitely some in there, but I do think there is, enough here to go to Fletcher and say, listen, dude, you, this is not the second, this is not the first time he has had this disastrous a run as a GM. Yeah, but I I can totally buy he's a puppet for the owner. Like, he's not the only guy. Like, Philadelphia's not the only team that's had these problems. We can list it. We can, Vancouver, uh, Ottawa for a a good period of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's the other team? Uh, the Oilers for a good period, not anymore, thankfully, but for a period of time. It, not the owners, but the 80s Oilers who were there. Like, I would absolutely believe that he is a quote-unquote puppet for someone there. It's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like, you look at the disaster he had created in... Minnesota, what did flyer what did Flyers management watch what happened there and say, yeah, we should bring him in? Like I get it, you didn't like Ron Hextall because he wouldn't play Carter Hart, which we will hi- get to Carter Hart. Like hindsight is twenty twenty, but I think you let the goalie guy deal with the goalie they also said last night that maybe the flyers look at the way they start developing players better and everyone was like isn't that what hextall was talking about with carter Hart?" so yeah yeah it's uh, funny, isn't I, it? I i don't get it they i don't understand what has changed in the last week so now what? Danny Briere is general interim general manager he can't make moves really until the summer, which we don't even know if he'll be around, if he's going to be the guy to do that. Like, what do they do? How do they get better? Are they, first off, here's the question. Are they rebuilding? So 
It sounds like maybe there are something we should mention is also it it does look like there will be a president brought up as well. So it will be a president, um, a president as well mm-hmm. as a GM, sort of the model that's becoming more and more sort of prevalent in the NHL lately. Um, so listen, it sounds like Tortorella is going to stay around from everything that's been put out there. Sure. Um, if they are rebuilding, I don't know. At this point, the problem that they have is they're just so stuffed full of, like, Ryan Ellis's contract. God bless that guy. Like, that's a guy who's going to finish his career in Arizona when enough money is paid off, let's be honest here. But assuming because that was given out in Nashville, I don't know how much is on it. Couturier, God bless him, what's happened there. There's a lot of mess to, there's a lot of mess to clean up, and Everyone sort of says Danny Briere has worked his way up. And listen, former Hab, I have a soft spot for Danny Briere, I won't lie. Um, there's a lot of work there. And not even if he gets the job, which it feels like he will. I mean, otherwise, it sounded like he was going to be gone. If if they don't give him that job, I'm assuming one day he will, he will be gone because we know there was interest in Danny Briere. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see who that president is. Because obviously Kent Hughes is a much different person, but Jeff Gordon is an experienced executive, and that's a good partner for him to sort of have. I think it's almost more important to see what that other partner is. And we make bets, is it a former flyer? Because that's going around a lot. Um, like it's, it's a lot to ask for a first-time GM. And again, it's it's like... The, and it's it's a much... It's like Montreal, too. There's a lot of comparisons here. I don't mean to really make it about the half. No, no. The comparables to Montreal, and funny enough, Danny Briere being there. There's a lot of similarities there. But I think Flyers fans are much, much more willing to, at games at least, and at season ticket meetings, let you know that, yeah. hey there, this guy is trash, get rid of him. I, I know like I know you're you're saying that like the it, it'd be a tough it's tough to be thrown into a situation like this. What's interesting though, is like, if you've noticed if the last few new general managers have not been put into particularly fantastic situations, Kent Hughes is number one, right? Kent Hughes going to Montreal, no uh, experience prior Patrick Alvin being thrown into Vancouver. Uh, he's, he was with, um, Jim Rutherford in Pittsburgh, but like the point never was not a GM before that. Sorry. Um, Mike Greer in San Jose. And, and then um, why can't I remember his name? GM of the ducks. Um, Pat Verbeek. Pat Verbeek. Pat Verbeek. Yeah. Pat Verbeek. No GM experience. Right. So I, <laughs> All these new guys are just getting thrown into messes. Um, we'll see how they do. Um, now they did float around one name in thirty-two thoughts last night. Would Carter Hart want to live through a rebuild or play through a rebuild? So, listen, I want to propose him going to a team that is rebuilding as well, but they could sell his vision. They need a goalie of the future. And Alex, would it not be the best storyline that you've seen for the Montreal Canadiens <sighs> to go out and get Carter Hart and have Carey Price? Well, that's if he's still there. Mentor him. He doesn't need to be there. Doesn't need uh, to be there. We have him yeah, mentor no, he, he Carter Hart to, to be Carey, the next. Oh yeah, I forgot. Carey about Price's contract too. has to be in. It, and Montreal. No, no, we're not. We're not doing this. He is not yeah. going to be a coyote. We're not entertaining okay. this conversation. Not happening. I refuse. Okay. God damn it! I will riot outside the Bell Center if they do that. Anyway, I hope you but, know. I hope you know that's happening. We talked about the me, Flyers. There's like three contracts bet. there. That Alex, there's still I, a lot of I, real I money on Carey Price's contract. The Coyotes All don't right. want to do that. Anyway, right. what I'm saying though is that um, go get Carter Hart and have Carey Price, his 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 his, his idol. Mm-hmm. Mentor him. How about future Vesna winner Sam Montembeau? What happened to him? Um, you need two goalies nowadays, and by the time they're good, Jake uh-huh. Allen will be at the end of his career. Well, then you'll have Vesna winner Sam Montembeau and 
Carter Art. Primo. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. He's really died out on Katie no, Primo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Carter yeah. Hart, man. You don't tell me that'd be a great story. Yeah, it'd be a great story. The torch is passed from Carrie Price to another, you know, dumb, Well, I mean, uh, the torch was passed a couple of years ago when Alex, Andre Vasilevsky and Carrie Price shook hands. Alex, I'm going to leave this. I'm going to leave this goddamn chat. I'm going to leave it. I'm just saying it oh, was. Yo, hey, we're, we're, we're the Tampa Bay Lightning. We've got $100 million. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, my God. Oh, we're yeah, uh, such a great team. Oh, look at us. We're illegal. We're illegal. They're not illegal. Well, I'm just saying that. They're not, they followed Carl, the rules. I mean, they bent it. No, no. What they did no. to the rule, but they didn't break it, but they basically did what 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 clowns do with balloon animals. They they, they warped it into a different shape. Well, you're blaming, the, you're blaming the Tampa Bay Lightning for the dumbest. Alex, if your team lost in the, in the finals to that squad, you would know how it feels. Oh, well, I don't because my team doesn't make it to finals. They will. They'll do it this year. I'm telling you, man. It's going to happen this year. So what's the, can you actually, I still don't know. What is this bet that you've made? I'm still unaware at exactly what this bet you've made with Will Christophilis is. That the Leafs are going to be Tampa in the first round. And that's it. Yeah. And okay. So if they lose, you have to. I have to give him $35. That's it. Yeah. And if okay. I win, well, I have to give him a, a wine that is $35. <laughs> and what he has a specific brand. Win? I get $35 in Nintendo bucks. Oh. Now they're yeah. going to go towards Not buying Lego. Zelda Breath of the, you, the, 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 the you, sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild. You should have asked for Lego. That was a mistake. No, because I can't give too much. I don't I don't trust the leaves that much. But yeah, they need to be Tampa, <laughs> okay. which I'm confident. I thought they were going to do that last year. And then um, and then Justin you know, Hall set a pick. I'm happy that we were both thinking that. Because I was going to say that too. <laughs> No, man. Picks are fine. Picks are fine. <laughs> Since I wasn't here, shout out to Lily, like it, that week where we thought Lily Grimm was never going to play again. Which that week was, was that? Last week. I was nervous. I was nervous about it. Um, I'm just scrolling through everything to make sure. Life is what it is. Alex? Yeah. Do you know what Mew is? No, uh, maybe. It's a Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that, I think I do. I okay. don't know. I felt like it was gonna be something else. No, oh god, I hit my mic. Oh yeah. Um, Alex, you want to finish off the episode by looking at the wild card races and see how everything sure. is shaping up in the playoffs. Sure. Okay. We can just get the standings up here, which is unfortunate because that means we have to go to NHL.com. While you're doing that, can I ask you a question? Sure. Who's going to win Best Picture at the Oscars tonight? I don't care. <laughs> Good. That's, I'm glad. I, you I haven't given so one thought, and I, I don't care. Shout out to them not letting uh, Ukraine's president go again. We give a message because, you know, it's so important. No, Who cares about the Oscars still? I know. I don't even know what the TV. I, I heard the TV ratings for that aren't great. You know why? They should just let Ricky Gervais on again. I, I like that. Yeah, who's hosting it this year? I don't know. Oh God, it's gonna be someone lame. Probably. Let's see if I can find it. How long, by the way, until no one likes Pedro Pascal? I like. Let me make this clear. I love Pedro Pascal, but how long until he becomes so good that people start disliking him? Because it's um, gonna happen. Yeah, probably soon. Good, good uh, guy. It's Nico- Jimmy Kimmel, by the way. So great, oh. a boring. Oh. that's awful. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Oh God. Okay. Um. So the Hurricanes currently have a two-point lead with a game in hand over the uh, the Devils for first in the division. Um. The Rangers have been kind of cool. I did not know they were that far back of the Devils. Wow. Nine points. Oh Lord. Man, Mike, what's going on with your New York frauds? Um, Boston's why, why, why do you have to say that? Um, the Leafs are starting to pull away from Tampa. Looks like Toronto will have home ice advantage there. And the wild card race spot one is currently held by the Pittsburgh Penguins. I have not paid attention to them since the deadline. I wonder how they've been playing. Six, three, one in their last ten. Not bad. Um, the Islanders are there. 
But this is the big thing. They are six points ahead of the Sens. The Sens have three games in hand. Um, two, uh, three points back are the Panthers. They lose in overtime to the Jets last night. Uh, Baumgartner only did one tweet. I tweeted, uh, I liked it. Then he immediately texted me back saying, piss off. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. Um, Washington are still not out of it. But right now it looks like the team with the best chance to sort of catch the Islanders uh, is maybe Ottawa. But one team I want to start with here. Three games in hand, but oh no, they are seven points back. Um, the Sabres the past week have just completely fumbled the bag on their season. Yeah, no, that's... And I, I think we'll Daniel and I were talking about it uh, last episode where I just think, like... I mean, let's be real. They got caved in by the stars. Uh, I, I was going to say they're... I just wish they had a better goalie. That's it. Like, I, I think the you look at everywhere else, and I'm like, yeah, I could live with that. You know what? That's a team that could 100% make it in a wild card spot. I just look at that goaltending, and I'm like, that's that's a tough one. Um, um, uh, Carter Hart. Carter Hart. So when you actually, funny enough, you bring him up. When you were like a team that's rebuilding, I honestly thought you were gonna say Buffalo. Come on, Alex. I don't know. I mean, it, it makes more sense than Montreal, to be honest. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So predictions right now. Who are the two teams you think making into the wild card? Um, for the sake of my fantasy team, the New no. York Islanders no. and the Buffalo Sabers. I, okay, realistically, because the Sabers are not making it. I but I don't think they're necessarily out of it. All they need to go, all they need to do, which is easier said than done, but they've done it before, is just get hot. They're seven points out, Alex. They're th- set. They're three. They have three games in hand. They they have the three games in hand on on uh, the Islanders. So does uh, Ottawa. Like you can't uh, if Ottawa just because Ottawa has the one extra point doesn't make them a realistic option. I'm I'm going with Ottawa and Pittsburgh right now. Okay. Even though like Ottawa aren't as hot as they've been, and I'm not going to count out. I'm, I may count out the rest of the team, but I won't count out Sidney Crosby. And I think we need him in the playoffs. I wanted it to be Ottawa and Buffalo, but I just the Buffalo Sabers have lost all confidence I have in them. Unless I don't know, Devin Levi comes in and it's like, hey there, guys. And then Hamburglers his way to, I don't know, but um, I really wanted Tate Thompson in the playoffs. Okay, we go to the West. Oh, I mean, yeah, the, the Flames have, have have lost it. The, the Flames are six points back, same amount of games played as the Jets. They've, they've dropped the bag pretty badly. Yeah, it's it's been a rough season in Calgary. Like, they just, again... Goaltending. I, I I don't get the reluctance to like fully admit the Jacob Markstrom mistake in terms of like just run out Dan Vladar a little more often. Maybe it's just me. Maybe you need to run out Jacob Markstrom. I just don't understand it. There's a reason I gave up on him in fantasy. He's not good this year. Um but it's pretty safe to say it's going to be the eight teams in it right now. And and again, right now, Dallas-Edmonton seems to be a first-round matchup. That would be interesting. Can I just... I know, again, completely unlikely. Imagine the, the Predators completely unload at the deadline and then make the playoffs. Um, I would kind of laugh at it. Only to get like the, cap, the crap kicked out of them in the first round. Yeah, by Vegas Probably, or yeah. Dallas, whoever it's, finishes it's, first. There's a point between them right now, but it would yeah. it's gonna be one of them. <laughs> um yeah, LA's in there, Minnesota, Colorado, who I'm still questioning. Still questioning them. Yeah, that wasn't again, like we talked or you guys talked about it, it wasn't a very eventful deadline for the Avalanche. Jack Johnson, baby. Yeah, like I, I think you said it perfectly. Like they went from Nazem Kadri to Lars Eller as their second line center. 
not just like I love Lars Eller, like I love him. But yes, it's just but like it's also context. like thirty-four-year-old Lars. Exactly, Eller. exactly. Like it's not spring chicken Lars Eller. Uh, it's past his prime, Lars Eller at the moment. Um, can I just say I unlikely, but wouldn't it be awesome? If we had a Vegas LA series in the first round, Jonathan Quick just goes on the tear. I mean, we could still get it in the second round. It's not unlikely. I mean, here's the thing but right still. now it, it is the revenge. Uh, it is a Stanley Cup champion who would want revenge versus the man who, who owns the Vegas Golden Knights in, in, in Philip Deneau. Yeah. So I could see it happening. Man, that would be. That'd be so. That's must watch. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a second round matchup. Um, I love how they're. It took, it took two thirds of the season, where the L.A. Kings are are now uh, have they now a plus goal differential. Man, I haven't <laughs> looked at Corpusalo's stats since he got traded, but I mean, hey, there you go. Because they spent the first half of the season in and out of the playoffs with a negative goal differential, and then. <laughs> We're just in the playoff. They were like a top 10 team in the league at one point with a negative goal differential. I, I don't think I've I'd ever seen that. It's just how it is, man. But parody. parody. What a stupid sport sometimes, eh? And people try telling me the goaltenders aren't the most important position in the league. Get out. Don't do that. Okay, um, that's it. Uh, unless you have anything else you want to talk about. No, I'm. I forgot to mention it last episode because I know you guys talked about it uh, when I wasn't here. But I just want to add to the Stephen A. Smith. Uh, oh God! Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think Gary Bettman and Stephen A. Smith talk about? Because he said they're friends. Yeah, he said they're good buddies. I, I want to know what the conversations are like between them. I, I would love That's to always. know that because the moment he said he was tight with Gary Bettman, I just went, <laughs> I, 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 I lost so much respect. I, was I, like, just yeah, don't, I don't know if I believe it though. I, I feel like it was just something he said. Well, you got to remember he's a good friend with Jerry Jones. So clearly Stephen A. Smith's pro owner. Uh, I just don't believe he's actually friends with Gary Bettman. Well, if I'm, well, I just don't know how, I mean, Gary can't be happy about that. Well, apparently he was. They he wasn't. Well, yeah. I who what hockey fan saw that and thought, Do you know what? That was good. I'm happy about that. Like it was so embarrassing. I th- you know what I I thought it was I I didn't really okay. How can I put this? It's it's embar- embarrassing for who? Sport. The, like, the, you, league, you can't the league, have the league, even a, yeah, the league and like the Rangers, like, yeah, the Rangers, like, he, he smack talked the Rangers. Well, I didn't think he smack talked the Rangers. I thought he smack talked. He didn't smack talk anyone. He was just being truthful. He does not know anything about much about hockey, except that the puck is black. I mean, and yeah. whose fault is that? Man, they did tell him to talk about hockey and he wouldn't do it. No, no, no. But why does he know nothing about hockey by his own admission? They don't advertise the sport very well. Yeah, I think he's also said, he's jokingly said in the past that it is not a black person sport. I think he actually has. It's also not a popular sport. It's what? Okay. I fully understand why people are upset about it. But throwing this at Stephen A. Smith does nothing. No one cares. Do you think Stephen A. The only reason Stephen A. put that video out is because someone told him to put that video video out afterwards, not because he wanted to. He doesn't care. No one who watches first take and enjoys hockey. It's a very limited amount of people because they don't talk about it because it's not a popular. It's not a popular sport to them. The NBA, like the 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 three other big four sports, bare minimum, college football and college basketball are bigger in the U.S. Uh, what else? That's five. 
Dude, I'd argue that we're getting to a point where Formula One might be bigger than than the NHL in the U.S. Like they they have three races. I would US. agree with that. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, I just listen, man. I just don't don't uh, listen when you talk about championships and mean like ah, oh, the Rangers don't count. I just think that's I just I like Stephen A. Smith. I just you know I just want a bit of respect to the game I love. Won't tell the NHL to do a better job at marketing its game. Yeah, they, they, uh, they never will. They never will. You, everyone can blame Stephen A. Smith all they want. Uh, at the end of the day, like if the league itself is not doing a good job at marketing its own um, sport, what are the broadcasting partners going to put more effort in for? There's only so much that they can do. I'm not pro. I'm. I get it. Yeah, it's a sh- uh, sorry, almost swore. Crappy thing to say, but I don't know. I just want. I just want to know what their conversations are like. If they're such good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's everything. I need to go eat breakfast and then have some day medication. All right. Um, thank you for listening. Check us out on every social media and wherever you check out your podcast. Leave a review. That'd be kind of you. Rhymed kinda. It's like those they they it kind of rhymes, but the spelling doesn't make sense, but it, it rhymes in my head. All right. Get over it if you don't agree with it. My podcast. Our podcast. I'm over it. Yeah, we'll see it. Uh we'll see everyone on Wednesday, maybe. Um yeah. and we'll see everyone uh yeah, we'll I, I'm not repeating myself. Goodbye.